Hello, dear devotees of Guruji. Welcome to Season 4 of the Chela de Chela podcast. I'm your host, Brenda Roberts, and the podcast is sponsored by Soul Calls Infinity. If you'd like more information, you can write to me at brenda at soulcallsinfinity.org. This season of the podcast features a special series on Kriya Bonds and COVID. The series explores some insights into the COVID journey as experienced by various Kriya Bonds as they endeavor to live the life and serve the work. No matter how we may feel about COVID, there are three things from Guruji's teachings which are rooted in truth for us as disciples. One, we chose to incarnate at this time. Two, everything that occurs for us as individuals has at its core the task and potential to bring us closer to God and represents the next step in our spiritual unfoldment. And three, with Guruji's loving care assured and recognized, we will succeed in coming to that place where only love is our consciousness and abode. The words of Sister Gyanamata give powerful guidance. See nothing but your goal ever shining before you. Each episode is uniquely inspiring, and we are reminded of what Brother Chidanandaji wrote in his letter of October 2018. Brother G writes, Never underestimate the positive effect of your spiritual efforts on your well-being, on those around you, and on humanity at large. Guruji said, one who in every way tries to uplift himself, harmonizing body, mind, and soul with the divine, creates positive karma not only in his own life, but in his family, neighborhood, country, and world. Join us now for a thought-provoking, soul-touching episode of Season 4 of the Chela de Chela podcast, Kriya Bonds and COVID. And today we have with us Ken D. Foster. Ken, welcome. Welcome. Oh, thanks, Brenda. It's really good to be here with you today. 
so good for you to say yes to being interviewed once again. Um, Ken was with us on season two of the Chela the Chela podcast, and that was episode three. If you haven't uh, listened, I would highly recommend that you would enjoy it. So there it is. It's season two, episode three. And today we're talking about Creobans and COVID. And uh, it's just going to be a, a short one compared to our in-depth previously. So Ken, for those uh, that may not have heard you before, uh, give us a, a little self-introduction, name, location, the temple you go to, or married, children, grandchildren, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. I'm uh, married, uh, Judy Foster. I've been married for 21 years. I attend the Encinitas Temple uh, when they're open and also the Escondido Temple. And um, currently, uh, well, we have uh, we've been married. Uh, we have three children um, and we have 12 grandchildren. And I'm also a, an author of seven books, uh, also host a show called Voices of Courage, which is syndicated in about 170 countries right now. And, um, you know, I'm active, I'm uh, awake, alert and alive and having a good, good life. Awake and ready. Okay, Ken, um, we will put that link to your, um, your programs and also you're in practice as a um, coach, right? Uh, yeah, I do business coaching. I also help people to put together their distribution for their podcasts and TV shows. Oh, that's new for me. Okay, I didn't know that about you. All right, let's just jump right into this, Ken. Um, I would like, if you would please, to give us three words that um, typify or describe your overall experience of this COVID era. <laughs> A laughable comes to mind um, and um, uh, challenges and awakening. Okay. Oh, boy, we're going to have fun with this and it's going to be very interesting. Okay. Before we get into those in-depth, Ken, just one um, other question is, have you had direct contact with any uh, COVID-diagnosed persons? Yes. Mm -hmm. And how was that for you? Well, I haven't, I haven't had direct exposure myself that I'm aware of, but I've had family members that have had it. I've had close friends that have had it. And um, fortunately, everybody has survived. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, being the other person of those that have had it, um, did it present any opportunities or challenges for you personally, perhaps your interaction with them or what you were able to uh, give them or do for them? Uh, yeah, first thing I do every time I hear that is I put them on the prayer list and I let them know that. And um, that seems to bring hope to whoever has it. They're always appreciative. As far as for me, it's always just giving compassion, being there compassionate for them and understanding and um, not not making them wrong or shaming them or, you know, being in a place where, um, uh, yeah, they they would feel in any way a sense of uh, they did something wrong to get it. 
Yeah. So that's kind of what I do. That's, that's very interesting, Ken. And, and, and you, um, you say that like it's a natural thing, and, and it is a natural thing for you, I'm sure. But um, I think it's something that can be overlooked, this whole concept of compassion and non-judgmentalness seems to uh, be somehow connected with COVID in, in a lot of ways is what I'm seeing. So uh, thank you for bringing that up. And, and if you have any other thoughts on that, uh, we can certainly go there. Well, you know, as a devotee, as a Kriyaban for decades, I my eyes have changed. And I think a lot of people that listen to this, their eyes have changed too. So we realize that this is part of delusion. This is part of uh, our human experience also. And within, within this, uh, whether we have the disease or not, whether we're vaccinated or not, whatever side of political party we're on, it really doesn't matter. What really matters is how much can we see past the delusion and bring in our own understanding, wisdom, courage, and, and love. And that's not always easy. I'm not, I'm not uh, saying it is. It's, but it's something that I, I strive for. And my first reaction might be different than that right? It might be, I might, you know, laugh or judge or, you know, even criticize. But then I always come back to an understanding and wisdom and most of the time before I speak. So that's, and that's master's teachings, you know, yes. we're, we're to be, uh, you know, a, a beacon of hope, a beacon of light, not, not part of the darkness. And doesn't that also just fit in perfectly with Brother Chidanandaji's admonition to live the life? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. and you know, it's um, it's it's wild times we're in. We'll never have this opportunity again to really look at ourselves and really uh, look at what's you know what's working, what's not working in our lives, what beliefs we need to let go of, what's. Uh, uh, the ways of showing up in the world we want to embrace or, or let go of it. it. You know, it's such an opportunity as Kriyabans to grow and to, to become the best version of ourselves um, that Master talks about, right? There's, there's love in us. <laughs> if we, can, so we can keep seeing that love in each other, isn't that the goal? That, that is my goal, and it's been my goal for years. Yes, so well said, so well said. Thank you, thank you. Um, and it's so consonant, again, with Brother Chidanandaji's latest live stream of inwardly pronouncing to everyone you meet and to, for Kriyavans to be mutually helpful and respectful. Uh, it's, it's right there, it's right on target. And I really appreciate that you brought it out so well. Um, I would like to, to move now to your three um, adjectives, laughable, challenging, and, or challenges, and awakening. And in the context of each of those, let's take them one at a time. And uh, if you can explain why you, you chose that word and what are the challenges around it, the lessons that you've learned and how you got there. Yeah, we'll start with, we'll start with laughable. Okay. Um, you know, for me, laughable is that um, realizing that this too shall pass, that this isn't the end all be all, that the world isn't going to end as a result of this. It's kind of laughable that people think that. 
that as master teachers, we're, we're actually ascending into higher ages and, and sure tough times are there and it will come dark times will come. But for me, it's, it's that opportunity to, to grow, to bring in more light into the darkness and more light sometimes is doing my own research doing my own uh, inner work and, and meditating, going within and asking my intuition, right? Consistently, what's the highest and best here? Is this the right way to go, the wrong way to, you know? So it's it's an inner game, but part of that laughable piece is, is also, it's laughing in the face of delusion and realizing that this is all temporary. There's nothing much going on here, but you know, it doesn't mean it, it doesn't feel bad or we don't get sick or what, what have you, because that happens. But when we do, we take steps to realize why the sickness hit us, what, what we can do to improve ourselves, have deep compassion for ourselves and others. You know, the same thing I talked about before. Absolutely. The other thing I would add to that is that we chose to be here at this time. You know, and, and it has opportunities inherent to our unique journey. Yeah. And the challenges, um, my challenge, and I bet it's a lot of people's challenge, is uh, this has really helped me look at some of my stories. The stories I've made up around politics, about people, places, and things, about myself, about money. It's been a really wonderful time. It's a challenge to do this because sometimes I don't want to look at what's my dark side, the things that I don't want to look at or the things that haven't come up for me to look at, right? But those challenges for me are exactly where I feel I've grown the most during this process. And for me, it's been a, uh, what do I want to call a, a letting a letting process, letting go of stories, letting go of people that I just had in my life and some people just, we don't resonate anymore. And that's okay. You know, letting go of ways that I was showing up that I didn't need to be and taking off a lot of limitations. Yes. This whole thing of, of getting a new look at, at yourself, uh, whether you like it or not, uh, COVID has definitely brought us that opportunity. <laughs> and, uh, uh, I, I think there are a lot of devotees that are saying, yes, 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 you know, that are going to be listening to this because it seems to be just part of why it's here for us, you know, why we chose it. Yeah, it doesn't come easy. I, I don't think it comes easy, but, um, but it does when you tune into master, doesn't it? It's like you're, it's right there. You listen to Brother Chidanandaji and and everything within you is saying, thank you. Yes, thank you for reminding me. Isn't it so? You know, Brenda, isn't it? Isn't it just the, the releasing more and more of the ego, the ego consciousness? For me, it's been, uh, it's been decades of this, but it's been intensified over the last couple of years. And, and you know, without ego comes surrender. Well, absolutely. And I think that there's a, another step to that too, Ken, and that is behind surrender that allows surrender is trust in the guru and developing that, that relationship with master that becomes more unique, more personal, more in-depth. And I think that is one of the blessings of COVID for Kriya Bonds, that opportunity to find their own niche with 
master because many times we uh, previously you know all the distractions even the good distractions of uh, being with other devotees and doing all, all of that outward activity I think does not allow for the type of inner attunement that has been provided for us by this COVID era. And when we trust the guru, things accelerate. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> in a good way, they accelerate. Because, yeah, and sometimes it, we feel like it's a negative way, but we're, we're letting go of those past karma, those past uh, ways of thinking. You know, sometimes things are accelerated, but when we trust deeper and deeper, everything changes. It, it increases our, our speed of evolution. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a wonderful life with Guruji in it. I just, you know, and, and maybe that's part of this laughable. I mean, it, it's a joy to, to, um, uh, to think about, you know, just think about it as. Uh, um, I, I get it. I'm feeling that love too. And I just, I just want to share that we're, you know, if you, if we've lost a family member or if you've lost, if you've been sick yourself or you've, you've really experienced the, the depth of this disease, it's not a laughable experience. What is laughable though, is that, that when we can not get attached to our experiences, not be in that place where it's all about me, it's about my family, it's about when we can take a step back and look at it from an infinite point of view, things start to change no matter how bad it's been they start to change yes 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 okay let's go to that third descriptor awakening and if you have had a process around that or a transition i'm sure that the devotees listening would be interested to hear that part of it as well well, pain is a great motivator of men. And this virus, this shutdown of the world, uh, no matter what you think about it, has created a lot of challenges for so many people, for our children going to school, with the businesses shutting down, with our, our personal lives, you know, being impacted, you know, financially and mentally, emotionally. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of challenges here. And, you know, we could look at that and think the world's going to, to hell. But quite frankly, um, it's kind of like, well, that's kind of where we've been. It's actually helping us awaken mm -hmm. and awaken to our inner truth and awaken to, uh, to, to each other, how connected we are mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, how our planet, everything is connected and how we're seeing the, uh, the effects of being asleep in delusion for so long that we are now waking up. I personally have woken up in so many different ways. I, and here's my awakening has led me to a place of inner peace and joy, believe it or not, through all of this, of course, that's where we're going, um, no matter what's happening. So I'm not a saint yet, but like Master said, I'm a sinner that never gave up, and I keep moving in that direction, and life does get better, so it's uh, it's been amazing, Brenda. It, it's helped 
uh, accelerate, like I said, for others, their process, but also my own evolution. Yes, yes. So um, in your uh, awakening relative to COVID, um, is there anything in particular you can share with us about that? Or is it a general? No, you know what? I, I would just say it's peace. You know, if I had to say something general, um, that I have an inner peace that I've been striving for for years and years. Has COVID accelerated that? Uh, and how, if it has? Accelerated it because I've had to look at my areas of my own life where I was getting upset, getting my own stories, my own uh, beliefs that I needed to shift. And so I looked at all areas of my life. I continue to look at them. And most importantly, I've looked at a couple of areas um, that have been chronic, chronic issues that I've had. And I've made strides in changing those up. So that's what's happened for me. Wow. Thank you for sharing that, Ken. Uh, last question. Could you share with us, please, the most that comes to mind or one of the most things that you're grateful for oh well that's simple i'm always grateful for the guru my relationship for master and then my gratitude goes to my wife judy she's my best friend i'm so grateful for her and the way she shows up for our family and just takes care of all of us she's the heart of our family and she's the love of my life how sweet how sweet Thank you so much for sharing everything that you have. Thanks, Brenda. Okay, dear heart. Jai Guru, Jai Ma. Jai Guru, Brenda. Well, dear friends, isn't it wonderful to appreciate anew that no matter what comes or goes in our endeavors and aspirations to live the life and serve the work, that we are not alone and that it is a wonderful life with Guruji in it. Let us close with listening again and taking to heart these powerful words of Brother Chittanandaji. Never underestimate the positive effect of your spiritual efforts on your well-being, on those around you, and on humanity at large. Guruji said, one who in every way tries to uplift himself harmonizing body, mind, and soul with the divine, creates positive karma not only in his own life, but in his family, neighborhood, country, and world. Jai Guru, Jai Ma. Time